Welcome to the City Reach Daily Walk podcast with me, your host, Graham. I'm one of the pastors at a church in Adelaide, Australia called City Reach Oakton, where we are all about exploring God's beautiful world in order that we might know Him more. Good day, church. Welcome to another episode of the City Reach Daily Walk podcast. Uh, whether you're driving or you're sitting at home or you've got a cup of tea or coffee in your hands, thank you for tuning in and, and listening. Uh, today, it's just going to be me sharing some thoughts around Psalm 27. And this is a, a, a verse that I've actually been dwelling on quite a, a bit. And it revolves around the, the idea of being sinned against. Uh, Often in church, we talk about sin that lurks in our own hearts, how to deal with that sin, the effect of sin, and bringing that to a gracious, loving, and forgiving God. But uh, I think one thing that we're all going to struggle with is sin against us. When someone sins against you, uh, and then they hurt you, and they do it again. And I don't know about you, but I always had these thoughts when, when I became a believer Um, Lord, why did you just take me out of this world, right? He was perfection. He was beautiful. He was gracious. I wanted to know him more. I wanted to be in his presence. And yet we're stuck in this sinful and fallen world. And the truth is God has actually chosen to keep you in this world, right? A world which is not perfect, right? In fact, there's no perfection to be found. And you live... And I live as a flawed person amongst other flawed people. And you only need to pick up the newspaper or you click on a news app where you read about injustice, corruption, jealousy, greed, anger, fighting uh, every day. It just seems like there's this it's endless. It just keeps on going on. And it's not as if the Lord has kind of put us in cotton wool and protects us from all the disappointments and hurts of a world gone wrong. Uh, And unfortunately, there is no way that I will avoid being sinned against, right? There's no way to kind of escape that. And as David says, he goes like, this army is encamping me again, right? Uh, You know, like God's covenant promises to us don't include Uh, being sinned against as an exemption clause. He didn't like kind of say, oh, I'll spare you from this one. Uh, So here's a question, and we should really wrestle with this one. What do you do when you are sinned against? And particularly when you sinned against again, you know, just thinking, wives, what do you do when your husband comes home and he treats you harshly? Or husbands, what do you do when your wife seems more demanding than thankful? Uh, And as parents, how how do you respond when your kids make a mess of a great family day you've planned or something good that you've planned and they just seem to to spoil it with bad behavior? Uh, You know, if you are are working in a company, like how do you deal with uh, the fact that when your fellow colleagues, they've been speaking negatively about you or gossiping about you to the boss or other colleagues. Uh, You know that maybe that feeling you have where you've been serving at church or other places and no one seems to notice. Uh, Or you've got a really close friend and they disloyal to you again. Or you see favoritism. 
and you're like wow man why why is that happening uh you know and this is no way to sugarcoat it but like the irresponsible choices of other people can have a devastating impact on your own life and i'm sure this has happened to me and i'm sure it's happened to you and some of those those choices that other people have made have consequences in our life for the long run and i'd love to tell you that you are going to escape these experiences but you're not you're not ever going to be free of trials and in some way daily you are called to respond in them uh so think about this what is a typical way you respond to being sinned against uh, now there's a few ways and and i'm probably I've, I've done all of these but um when you're sinned against i think sometimes there's that you, you give way to fear and you're thinking uh, what if this happened why did this happen um you know i can't believe this happened again so from now on i'm just going to live self-protectedly right i'm, I'm going to protect myself uh, i've been hurt once it's not going to happen again uh, or maybe you think all right that hurt and i'm going to strike back in anger are you going to plot how am i going to get even with this person right they've hurt me and i want them to feel what that hurt feels like or um, you know i've done that to be honest and or, or maybe you just choose well i'm going to be silent i'm just going to withdraw from this i'm not going to speak i'm not going to deal with that person um I'm, I'm just refusing to engage with them you know or, or maybe in that moment of anger you just you speak out in in haste and you kind of really publicly dis shout about the failures of that other person uh and i think often as believers when we're sinned against the worst thing that can happen is is it leads us to doubt the lord right we actually doubt his love his mercy his grace his sovereignty uh and and that's just so sad right uh I can remember where I was working, a former colleague of mine had a dispute with another colleague and it was ongoing and to the point where one day uh, they said something that really offended the other person and they just made this decision. They said, uh, you are dead to me uh, and it's just this choice. I'm going to be silent and it was the most uncomfortable thing because they literally wouldn't acknowledge them they wouldn't talk to them they they actually moved where they sat and sat somewhere else um you know just dealing with this being sinned against again now all those reactions when you think about it the thing that they have in common is they make what happens to you the most important thing in your life uh, they make your disappointment the saddest thing in their life, right? Uh, how they feel about it is is really the most important thing. And here's the thing, right? When in those moments when we are being sinned against, uh, we actually being called to endure because of the experiences of another's choice, right? The person who's sinned against us 
And I think something to realize is, is you and I, we are not in control of our lives. We are not the writers of our own stories, right? Uh, we've actually given those rights over to Jesus. And our individual stories have become embedded in another grander story where we are not the main actor. Uh, actually, he is. Uh, and, and when you have that perspective, you actually look at the situation completely differently your your first reaction should be about about the lord and what is he doing in this situation because if we truly trust that the lord is good that he is sovereign and that he has allowed that to happen uh, we have to trust him in that moment he's allowed us to go through that that difficulty and he actually intends to use that uh, for some sort of redemption, whether it's a work in us or a work in the other person, uh, he's actually going to use that moment for redemption. So consider the story of Joseph. Now, if ever there was a guy who had a right to say, man, you guys hurt me pretty bad. Uh, so the story of Joseph goes something like this. He tells his brothers, listen, I had these dreams. I'm going to be great. You're going to bow down to me. His father favors Joseph above all his brothers. And of course, as you can imagine, the brothers are pretty miffed by it. Uh, but they decide to kill him. And that doesn't kind of work. And in the end, they just decide, no, we're going to sell him as a slave uh, to Egyptian traders. And he gets taken off to Egypt. I mean, imagine you intentionally sell your own brother into slavery just because dad likes him more than you. Uh, like, so Joseph has probably a reason to be pretty bitter. Now, at the end of that, the, God just has this amazing redemption story where he brings the brothers down and the dream he gave Joseph actually comes to pass. And then Joseph actually confronts his brothers and he says this, right? It comes from Genesis 50. He says, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Uh, and it's just this beautiful story, this horrible situation when Joseph was truly sinned against by the people who were closest to him. And yet God turns that into a beautiful story of redemption. So here are three ways in which uh, they just suggestions on in those moments when you are sinned against, how are these ways going to help us respond and I, I believe they god-centered and they grace giving ways to respond when we're sinned against so the first one is run to the temple run to the lord right don't run away from him don't doubt him uh, continue to trust him and instead of dwelling on all the nasty things that have happened to you or the hurt that you've had to endure at the hands of another person. Uh, just examine yourself, but then meditate upon him, right? Actually just count like, Lord, you're beautiful. 
because of this. Thank you for this. Thank you that you are uh, this way, that your character is this way. And then, man, pray for that other person. That is an incredible thing to do is to, to pray for your enemies, to pray for the people that hurt you. Uh, but really, one thing that helps you is is what's let you down is the other person's lack of love or lack of mercy or lack of patience or lack of loyalty. So what you do in those moments is actually you go to the one who's full of love, who's full of grace, full of mercy, patience and faithfulness, uh, gentleness, forgiveness and kindness. Other people are not going to be and they're going to let you down. But the Lord always is. Uh, so that's number one, run to the temple, run to the Lord. Number two is remember your story, right? Remember that your life no longer belongs to you. You're not the director of your life anymore. Your story is embedded in his story, right? You've been welcomed into another kingdom and your life is part of a greater plan and purpose right Uh, don't allow yourself to sink into that hole that you are the center of the universe remember that you've been called and you've been chosen to live for the glory of another which is by far a, a greater calling right and his glory is definitely worth living for and uh, how we respond to being sinned against actually reveals his glory in, in just such a such an amazing way. Uh, and the third thing I can say is learn your lessons. Right. God has not put you in that moment. He's not allowed you to go through that very painful moment. Let's not like downplay that. It can be a very painful or hurtful moment. Uh for no purpose at all. Actually, he he often uses those moments to reveal himself to us. He uses those moments to reveal uh, sin in us. Uh, And he uses those moments to grow and change us if we learn those lessons, right? Uh, Remember, he chose you to keep you in a fallen world. Because he's redeeming you. He is saving you. You have been saved and you are being saved. He is redeeming us uh, daily. And, you know, he wants to release uh, his grace to us. He wants to show us his grace. uh, And he really wants us to know him. And sometimes in really in the middle of hurt, that's really where we get to know him more. So just those three things, uh, when someone does sin against us, a reaction that I find helpful is just run to the temple. The temptation is is to run to a place of self-pity, hurt, gossip. Actually, you run to the Lord. You know, everything that you've been let down from, you're not going to be let down from him. So run to the Lord. Number two, remember your place your remember your story is embedded in his story and he's working all things out uh, and number three learn your lessons he's 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 allowed that to happen uh you know reflect examine yourself what's happened to me how have i responded uh, what am i learning about the lord what am i learning about myself uh, 
uh, guys, just to as a as a final kind of comment here, remember that you're not alone. Uh, you're in a family of other believers who love you, and you know sometimes we hurt each other, and uh, you know that's painful. But you're not alone. You're with other people who love and care for you, and above all, you're with the Lord. He is with you. He's promised never to leave or forsake you. Uh, you know, be reminded that you are a child of the King of Kings, uh, the Creator of the universe. He's sovereign over all things. He's all wise. He's all loving. He's all knowing. And I know in those moments, because I've been in them, it's kind of hard to grasp that at the time. Uh, but the Lord is really doing something special. And it might not feel like love, but it is his way of, of loving us and refining us. Um, yeah, so like, what are ways that you typically respond when you're sinned against? Uh, maybe some of those are really helpful and godly ways. Like, Let us know. Uh, send in an email. Send in a question. Uh, share your story with us. I'd love to talk about that uh, on the podcast. Or, you know, maybe it's reflecting their times when I just don't respond all that well. And maybe in those moments, just to practice running to the Lord, uh, remembering your story within a, in his story uh, and learning your lessons. Guys, thank you for listening. I'd love to get to know some of your stories out there, some of uh, what God's word is teaching you and how the Lord is directing you. So please send in some of your stories. We'd love to hear that. But in the meantime, take care, have a great week, and we'll see you next week. God bless. Thanks for listening to the City Reach Oakden podcast. To stay connected, check out our website, find us on Instagram and Facebook, or follow our YouTube channel for more teachings and sermons. We would love to hear from you, so please send any questions you have to grahams at cityreach.com.au. And make sure you rate, subscribe, and leave a review. God bless, and join us next time.